This episode of Comics for Fun and Profit is brought to you by Marvel Shenanigans. Is it just me, or are they purposely withholding information in the solicits in the Marvel Previews catalog? Is it possible that they would try to trick us into not knowing if it's an ongoing, a miniseries, a one-shot? Is this an experiment to see if it affects sales positively in their direction? And the heck with the comic readers need to understand what they're getting into? Is it possible that they would actually use gimmicks and tricks to inflate artifacts? Officially, the sales of their prospective titles? I think that's a possibility, folks. It could be that Marvel is interested in profits over my and your enjoyment. Is that is that crazy? You be the judge. I don't want to be the arbiter here. But as we glance through our Marvel catalog, you let me know if you see what I see. Anyway, enjoy the show. Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 822 for comics originally coming out on May the 9th and May the 10th. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book star this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, Drew, you anything else crazy for us? Uh, let's see, man. Um, it's the Inkwell Awards time. So, if you remember the Inkwell Awards, and usually it's stuff that's not mainstream enough that we even know what's going on, but let's just take a look at it. We've got Favorite Inker Award, the Favorite Ink Artist over Pencil Work of Another Artist. Mm. It's Jonathan Clampion for Batman Spawn, Cam Smith for Batman One Bad Day Penguin, Dexter Vines for Sensational... Wonder Woman, and Walden Wong for Amazing Spider-Man, Darkhold Omega, and a ton of other things. Anything in there that uh, strikes your fancy? Um, Rough, The right? last guy, since you said a bunch of other things. Yeah, Walden Wong, seems, he, he seems to do the most. He did Edge of Spider-Verse. It's a there you go, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a winner. The most adaptable award, who, an artist who shows exceptional ink style versatility over other pencil artists. Have to have at least two sided. Scott Hanna has a ton. Batman, Superman, Matt Santarelli, Superman and Robin special on Task Force Z, Cam Smith again for the Batman Penguin, the Avengers Forever, Daredevil, LeBeau Underwood, DC Vampires, and then Walden Wong again. I mean, I don't really know anchors that well. I guess what I'm what I'm finding out. And these are inkers who are doing somebody else's pencils specifically. A lot of inkers do their own stuff. And those a lot of, lot of pencilers do their own inks, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant to yeah, say. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I guess, okay, so let's go down to something where I recognize some people. The Spam, Spammy Award. Small press, mainstream, independent. Okay, that's what Spammy is. Small press and, and, and mainstream, independent ink work over a pencil artist, or both are the sole artists non-Marvel, non-DC. So in that one, we've got Andrew Peepoy doing The Avengers of Simon and Ajax, which is a Kickstarter. Chuck Morgan doing Cold Cutter, Kickstarter. Terry Moore doing Parker Girls and Serial. And David Cabeza doing Orville and Rivers of London. So those, I've read three of those, two or three of those. And I'll probably go with David Cabeza doing Orville. I'm very much liking Rivers of London, so that's where I'm voting. Yep, yep. Um, the All-in-One Award goes to the favorite artist known for inking his or her own pencil work. And we have Greg Smallwood for Human Target, Andrew Peepoy for The Adventures of Simone and Ajax, and Nir Levy for Bio Ripple. Well, you know I'm going to go with Greg Smallwood. I was going to say Greg Smallwood with, for the, the win there. Yeah, um, and then these other guys, man. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna give Walden Wong since he has the biggest list. We're <laughs> voting for him. He's a busy man. And uh, I guess, but yeah, I, it's a uh, Inkwell Awards. Not that uh, mainstream. Not that mainstream. But good More luck. More than likely, to... this is gonna be a uh, Hey Mike Myers, help us out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so. Good luck to all those folks that were nominated. An and honor I'll, just to be nominated. 
I don't know that we'll even notice when you win your awards. Maybe maybe there'll be a press release and I'll mm. see. I mean, I saw I saw that they were announced, so maybe I'll see when they get nominated. And we'll we'll revisit this yeah. to see how we did. Uh, we got a fun question from Jason. Um, in honor of Free Comic Book Day, so happy Free Comic Book Day, everybody! I hope hey. you're out, out and about at your LCS getting free comics or um, have pre-ordered your Free Comic Book Day comics, which is always nice. Um, Cowabunga, our comic book shop up in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, is going crazy with their Free Comic Book Days. They're going all out. They're they got they got a, a dude doing um giving away gift certificates in there they're doing temporary tattoos they're of course giving away all the all the comics um so if you're in in wisconsin make the drive that's um, well worth it if you're in chicago make the drive if you're in the chicago, we we made that we made that drive we did that drive you made that drive from chicago good times um but he's saying it's uh in honor of free happy free comic book day um the, there, there is a magic long box that appears at Cowabunga Comics on Free Comic mm-hmm. Book Day, and we're there. So we have, it's, it's a magic long box. So whatever we wish for, we we pull out. They have three pulls each, you and I, and it has to be a comic from our birth to the present. So for <clears throat> me, that's seventies and up. For you, that's eighties and up. Yep. Um, so they will all be gem mint 10.0s and we can't duplicate it. So, gotcha. um, we'll alternate Kyle. Ooh. You can go first oh. or, or I can go first. I know what I got. I know my first one already. <laughs> you go first and you can't, you can't get it anyway because it's a seventies comp. Yeah. It's werewolf by night 32. Uh, it's first moon night appearance and I want it back. So I sold it. So now I'll get a 10.0 version of it. Yeah, you get all the great good books in the 70s. Ugh. Um, probably new. Okay, so we'll probably go New Mutants 98, your first You'll Deadpool. Get, okay, so you're going to go New Mutants 98, because I was going to yeah. do that one if you didn't pick it. Okay, I'm going to go... I think I want to get Batman Adventures 12. Okay. First Harley. That's mine. You can't have it. Gotcha. Okay. Ultimate Fallout. You're go oh, you son of a that's what I I should have taken that one first. Yeah. Okay. And then that's I'm taking your Walking first Miles Dead Morales. One. I'm taking Walking Dead one. Mm. Let's see. You notice I didn't get ASM three hundred. I don't want that one. Yeah. Uh, it's garbage. That's why I sold it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the other one I will go with was NYX3. Oh. The first appearance of Laura Le- Laura Kinney. I love that book. Good, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right. So I got Werewolf by Knife 32, Batman Adventures 12, and Walking Dead 1. All Jim Mint 10.0s. I feel good about that. There you go. You got New, New Mutants 98, mm-hmm. Ultimate Fallout 4, and yep. NYX3, all good yeah. books. All good books. All good books. Yeah, and I'll wake up I'll wake up in a sweat tonight being like, and say, doggone it, why didn't I take this 70s key? And um, Yeah, you could have had uh, Hulk 181. I could have had Hulk 181. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Oh, Lord. Well, thank you, Jason. That was fun. I like that one. Time for a break from our show to pay the bills. Check out beacons.ai slash comics fund profit for all the C4 FAP links you could ever need all in one place. You can provide feedback, listen, support, share, enjoy these. We have our Patreon there. You can buy us a beer or a coffee. You can check out our Instagrams, our Twitters, our Facebooks. Check out our YouTube page. You can email us. You can listen to our podcasts on Patreon, if you're a subscriber, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on Podbean. We have Google Podcasts on there. We have an Amazon wish list. You want to buy Kyle and I something? Fine. 
you can do that here. We appreciate it. We have Kyle's RPG podcast listed on there, so you can check out his Dork Day Afternoon offerings. We have Cowabunga links, so you can check out the Cowabunga Deep Discount FOC and Pre-Order list. Get on that. That's RLCS, so you can check that out as well. And we want to just give you opportunities to say hi, to check out what we're doing, support us if you would like, or just listen. Check out beacons.ai slash comics fund profit for all the C4 FAP links you could ever need. Thanks. Back to the show. Let's slide on over now. Um, happy pre conflict day, everybody. Now we're going to head on over to Marvel previews <laughs> and look at stuff that uh, won't be there tomorrow yeah. or today uh, as you're listening to this. So this is uh, the Marvel previews. May for July, and boy, oh boy, this looks like it's going to be a Drew-centric previews. <laughs> Can't beat it. And that is because Moon Knight is on the cover. Moon Knight's on the cover, With one yeah. of his highest-numbered books of all time, 25. <laughs> Giant-sized anniversary order. Made it past two dozen. Who yeah. doesn't want to celebrate that? It's pro- it, it could be top three or four runs. <laughs> but... <laughs> We also appear to be restarting Blade, and boy, do we have another really cool Disney cover uh, for Marvel there as well. So That is fun. Very cool. But after all the pomp, all the circumstance, all the things that Marvel is mixing around, we're going to start with Ultimate Invasion 2 of 4. <laughs> and we, we we don't even know um, what the cover's going to look like, because Brian Hitch is behind. Shocker. <laughs> All right, we're then back into ASM 29. Good old Zeb Wells here. We have the Hellfire Gala variant. So it looks like we are taking off um, the Met Gala almost, and we're just going with uh, the evening gown portions of our, you know, Miss Universe pageant stuff. And then ASM 30, I guess that's not an even enough number to make an anniversary out of. So that's regularly priced. But another fun... um, Hellfire Gala variant. Mm-hmm. So we have ASM 29, ASM 30, and ASM 31 all hitting in the same month. Yeah. Well, this one, okay. 31 says on sale in August. So now I don't even understand what previews is anymore. <laughs> what is going on? We get an extra day to uh, order it, I guess. Your boy Greg Land on here. In Cat covers. Can't go wrong with cat covers. Well, it's the wedding of the year. Peter Parker is the best man, and Tombstone is walking the bride down the aisle. Janice Lincoln and Randy Roberts are tying the knot. Who? Uh, Randy Roberts, isn't that Peter's roommate? Ah. Uh, and Janice Lincoln must be Tombstone's daughter. Gotcha. Yeah. And, you know, by the time we get to 30, we'll, we'll have met these people. <laughs> together because i don't remember them dating yeah and then we've got a cover that i don't recognize there and then okay i i'm really not understanding what previews is anymore drew because we have <laughs> fallen friend number one and the only thing we're being told is it's five bucks it's five bucks and all will be revealed on 531 so does that mean it comes out then what is what is going on no this is a july previews <laughs> So we'll find out what's on the cover or what the solicit is on the 31st? At the end of this month, but you have already put in your solicit before that happened. Okay, okay. Marvel Age is getting rebooted, resurrected from the dead for an, a 1,000th issue, which isn't really, yeah, of course, yeah. there haven't been a 1,000 of them. No. But they're having fun with this. I used to be an avid Marvel Age reader. I loved it. Read it cover to cover. It was really cool. Bunch of goofiness and inside baseball stuff. Um, I, does, it, does anybody else care about it? I don't know. It's a one shot. It's 10 bucks. It's also on sale in August instead of July. <laughs> Again, we don't understand previews, barely. So it, is previews going to a bi-monthly deal? You got you to gotta pre-order your stuff four months in advance now? What's happening? Anyway, that Marvel Age looks kind of neat, even though it's ten bucks. That seems a little crazy, yeah. but whatever. But it's a thousand, Drew. A thousand. It, yeah, it did make it all the way to a thousand. Blade number one, Brian Hill doing the writing, 
Elena Casagrande on art. Or a window shades variant. Just yeah, for you. The worst variants of all time. Just for you. Five dollars forty pages. Or should Hulk I read one eighty getting a facsimile? Hulk one eighty one getting another facsimile. X Men one oh one getting another facsimile. Okay. Those are fun. Good choices. Incredible Hulk two. Philip Kennedy Johnson, of course, writing on that. Nick Klein on art. We're bringing back the point one with a facsimile. <laughs> that's so weird. That's like not even 10 years old, right? Not yeah. This is Kamala Khan's first appearance. Um, $8 for the rehash of Marvel Now.1. All new Marvel Now.1. You remember wow. the remember the point ones when they tried that? Yeah, I felt miserably. I hated everything about it. Everybody hated it. Everybody hated the point. Thank God they're gone. Well, they're not gone. We're going to bring them back as a facsimile. They can be yours for only eight dollars. Loki two, Black Panther two. I like the uh, Hellfire Gala there for T'Challa. Oh, that is nice. Mm-hmm. So it's not just the ladies dressing up for the prom. Um, I get, for Moon Knight 25, I get a Frank Miller cover. A Frank Miller Moon Knight cover. That's kind of cool. Standard cover A, and then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten cover variants. Yeah, including a Hellfire that's not really a... Not really a Hellfire. Somebody, well, granted, Homie wears a suit constantly, so you could have just put Mr. Knight on it, but instead they made one of the dumbest covers ever. Yeah, it's just, I don't know what's going on. It looks like it's not finished. Yep. Boo, Scott Forbes. Yeah. Plus a classic Moon Knight story from the past by Doug Moench and Bill Sinkovich. So this is a backup, apparently. And it's, oh, are you paying 10 bucks for Moon Knight? Oh, it's a classic Moon Knight. I mean, I've probably, I probably have these, Doug Doug Munch and Bill Sinkovich. That's the 1980 series. Yeah, it is. So I have I have probably read these. Um, okay, are they just gonna stick like issue issue one in there, jam out in there maybe? Well, you get 96 pages. You've got three different artists and apparently a backup that's an old story. Okay, okay. Uh, our boy David Pipose and Marcelo Ferreira get to do their own Moon Knight called City of the Dead. With the debut of the new Scarlet Scarab, following the events of Moon Knight 25. So that means there's a new Scarlet Scarab starship there, maybe? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Probably aping the Scarlet Scarab we got from the TV show. Must be. Um, All right. It's cool. I'm not sure I loved David Popose's Moon Knight black, white, and red that he did. I remember loving that, so... We're going to give him a shot, though. We got five issues at five bucks a piece. Yeah. Interior art's okay. Extra Moon Knight. Must, Moon Knight must be doing well. There you go. Captain America 750. Special issue 750. That means $8 a piece. I didn't realize that was the case, but okay. Yep. But, you know, the Captain. Captain's America. So you pluralize captains when you pluralize Captain America? Um, no, I don't think you would. Special issue 750. The Captain's America mourn their fallen. I mean, I think that's. I guess that's one way to do it. I don't know if that's like grammatically correct. <laughs> but Captain Marvel Dark Tempest is also launching, and that's Anacenti. That'd be pretty yeah. good. And what a cool Hellfire Gala that variant is. That's very cool. That I like. Jen Bartel, you understood the assignment. Yes. Rose Bash, you always understand the assignment. Marvel Zero, Kyle. Zero. Marvel Zero by a a ton of people. A deluxe edition collecting Marvel's gold 2023 free comic book day titles. So if getting them for free wasn't enough, we would like to charge you $7 for them. Okay, so there must be some shocking stuff in there. 
Deadpool Batter Blood number two. If ever there was a cover, I wanted to see the Hellfire Gala for it and didn't get to. I'm disappointed. It was Ted Deadpool. <laughs> and then what if Dark Spider Gwen? Legend Spider Legend Gary Conway returns to his most famous spider story for this what if along with co-writer Jody Hauser. What if Gwen Stacy didn't die on the bridge that day, but Spider-Man did? Okay, so isn't that the premise of Spider-Gwen? Wasn't that the whole premise? Yeah. Of- <laughs> right. So are we just laying it out for those who weren't listening or dark or is it called what if? And then the title is Dark Colin Spider Gwen. No, because here's another What If Dark. Okay. What If Dark Loki? Okay. Um, but what, this time, wh- why Loki do we need Dark? Why why can't they just be What If? Is yeah. it because we've done a, a What If Spider Gwen and we've done a What If Loki, so now we have to make them different? Yeah. Why, what is the Dark getting shoved in there for? Perhaps they turn evil. Or has an edge to it, maybe? Yeah. It's uh, it's it's this, and then the next one is going to be, what if extreme? What if uh, light? <laughs> X-Men Days of Future Past, Doomsday 1 of 4. So now we're redoing Days of Future Past. The way Rob Liefeld's doing a cover. Hey, there we go. Oh, and then all this leads up to X-Men Hellfire Gala 23, 2023, number one. So we're going back. I mean, we just did, like, multiple Hellfire Galas in the last year, right? This is, like, the third one in maybe 24 months. That sounds right. It seems like we've had a lot of galas. But it must be popular. So that must be the deal. People love it. Keep on galloping. Yeah. Then old regular X-Men 24, Invincible Iron Man 8, tying into, these are all tie-ins to the Hellfire Gala. Um, another X-Men Before the Fall, the Sinister Four. I don't know who those people might be. Storm Hits 5, X-Men Red Hits 13, Immortal X-Men Hits 13. Rogan Gambit finishes up with the fifth of five. New Mutants Lethal Legion finishes up with its fifth of five. Wolverine 35. Then Percy is uh, concluding its Weapons of X storyline. And X-23 Deadly Regenesis finishes up uh, with its fifth of five. Lots of mutants. Finishing up with just a tiny comic. Yeah. X-Force, it's 42. Venom at 22 and 23. Extreme Venomverse, 4 and 5. Edge of Spider-Verse finishes at 4. That's the Taboo version. Ah. Spider-Man India. That's its second issue. Hallow's Eve finishes with its fifth issue. Spider-Man 10. Dan Slott. It's an interesting Hellfire Gala. It is, isn't it? Stephanie Hahn's doing that one. Shadow Clones finishes with its uh, Spider-Gwen book with its fifth of five. Silk is on a pirate ship, I'm in. I like that, yeah. (laughs) Very cool. What is going on with the Red Goblin cover? Holy moly. We are homaging yet again. I very much like the Hellfire Gala one for uh, Miles Morales. That's pretty awesome. Jeepers. Who is Bjorn Barons? That is classic Bjorn Barons on Red Goblin 6. Wow. Is that the one where he's standing? Is that him standing on? Yeah, it's Bjorn Barons. That's that's what I was asking about. I was like, yeah, that's like, that's a crazy cover. Yep. But that's our our boy we learned about initially at Spawn doing his thing. Yeah, he's good. That would make me want to, I would, I would probably want to buy that. Yeah. Just for that cover. So good. Lots of Carnage and Venoms. Avengers and I Am Iron Man. Groot 3 of 4. Warlock Rebirth 4 of 5. <laughs> Guardians of Galaxy 4 continuing on its Western theme. I like it. Did you read the first one of that? 
No. Oh, that launched tonight. Yep. Okay, that was today. That was... Guardian came came out tonight, didn't it? Oh, yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah. So all you out there fighting the crowds, man. I hope it's good. Doctor did hear, Strange. Did you five. hear that uh, Marvel's got pushed to November? I did not. I thought somebody posted that. I didn't get a chance to fact check it. I don't know if it's true or not. <laughs> Doctor Strange 5 with a baller Alex Ross cover. Yeah, that is nice. Is Jed McKay still on this? Yeah. Fantastic Four 9 with a baller Alex Ross cover. Yeah, what's going on there? Oh, it's an Alicia narrated issue. Hellcat ends 5 of 5. I did not care for the second issue of that. I'm not sure if I'm going to be, be around much longer, if at all. But I will stick with Scarlet Witch because I've enjoyed all those. And Steve Orlando working hard. Working hard. Ghost, Ghost Rider 16. And uh, there's two Ghost Riders. Okay. Oh, that's really I Danny forgot about that. Three or four. Yeah, yeah. Plus Scarecrow. the Cosmic. Yeah. Clobber in time. I do like to look at this book, but it's hard <laughs> to read. Steve Scrochy doing the yeah. art in the writing. On his, on his book. She-Hulk back with 15. That's been great. You've enjoyed the She-Hulks? I have. I have liked it a lot. It That and the Scarlet Witch are two of my favorites. Variant cover by George Perez. For the She-Hulk? Yes. Oh, wow. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Wish they had a picture of it. It's got to yeah, be some... Some, I'm, I'm assuming it's an old cover. It's got to be an old cover, yeah. Unless it was stuff he was working on. Uh, so I was curious, yeah. We may never know. Yeah. Planet of the Apes. I did read that first issue of this. And? Uh, it's like a prequel of how it all started, which I think is valid choice, you know. Go. But if you were like a big fan of the movies, like the original movies, Mm-hmm. You know, you're way before all that. Gotcha. Blah, blah, Predator, blah, blah, Alien. All right, we're into Star Wars stuff. Star Don't Wars. Don't you dare roll over Predator. Dark it's really good. Wow. Okay, cool. Um, you should have said that the first time it came out this same year. <laughs> oh, Dark. What is this? Uh, again, heading that way. Star Wars. Star Wars Dark Droids, number one, written by Charles Soule, Luke Ross on art. Who or what is the scourge and why is no droid safe? As a corruption spreads from one droid to the next, the rebellion and the empire face chaos. What role does Ajax Sigma play in all of this? And whose side is he on? Find out when horror comes to a galaxy far away. So this is not our good friends BT and Triple Zero like I was hoping. Oh. Boo. Yep. So we get a scourged variant, which I'm curious. It's probably going to be like, I'm assuming this is like zombification or, or vampirism, but for droids. So okay. we're getting a scourged variant by Rachel Scott that we're not getting to see. There's also the uh, a very over-the-top now action figure by John Tyler Christopher. Okay. So we shall see. Star Wars Darth Vader Black, White, and Red, number four. I wasn't sure if this was a short series, but it's continuing. Star Wars Return of the Jedi, The Rebellion, number one. Admiral, Admiral Akbar is the only one with the knowledge of the Empire's plan to kill Mon Mothma. Enter Poe Dameron's parents, Shara Ray and Kes Dameron, to thwart the threat. That's cool. I, I wanted to hear that story again. Because we you know, of course, Poe's parents were supposed to be heroes and everything. So that's very oh. awesome. Okay. But do they have what it takes to take down the unknown assassin and die? Mon Mothma must die. Muhaha. Okay. Star Wars The Mandalorian Season 2, Number 2. These books would be great if they were actually anything written and not just the show. Do you think, um, do you think they've, think they're still rehashing the season? Yep. Probably the exact same way they did the first. Yep. Well, I guess eventually they'll get ahead, right? Yeah. These Yoda covers have been dope. Find the variants, look at them, and if they're cool, buy them. They seem to be doing well. I like the Degaba one, the variant cover by Lee Garbat. Oh, that's like nice. Yeah. Little tiny Yoda. Dr. A for 34. Enter the Star Weird. Okay, you lost me. Mm-hmm. 
Star Wars 36. Now, is that Princess Amidala when she was like uh, posing as a regular person in yeah, the Yeah, Padme. Okay. Yep. So there's Triple Zero and BT in Star Wars Darth Vader 36, Death by Droid. With his force power still out of control, Darth Vader is more powerful and vulnerable than ever before, which makes this the perfect time for him to be betrayed by one of his most trusted associates. And astoundingly, it's not Afra or Ochi. Featuring the return of Triple Zero and BT and the deadliest team up of droids you've ever faced. Why uh why did they ever go away? I mean, yeah. Did, did we not all like them universally? Yeah, they're they're dope. Star Wars Bounty Hunters 36. I like the classic trade dress. I do too. Cover. But this book has been garbage, so Oh, you don't have enjoyed it? But it sucked. Made me want to read less Star Wars and it's tough to oh. do. Oh wow. And that's it. Bunch of collected editions. <gasps> our 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 Ever Blessed Hawkeye by Fraction and Aha Omnibus at the end. Oh, a new printing of the hardcover. Yeah. And just like you and me, they are now including Young Avengers Presents Six in that <laughs> section. You're which damn was right. our idea. That was our idea. I would um I would like a check. Marvel, please send that to uh Yes. My attention. Or Kyle's attention. That's fine. Share and share alike. One of us gotta get that cash. Yeah, totally trades and lots of trades. As Marvel is wont to do. Pump out those epic collections. Gotta love it. Are they black right, and white yeah. on the inside or are they color? Beats me. I haven't read one for a long time. All right, Drew, you want to come with me to our good friends in comicbookinvest.com? Yes, do that. Let's look at their top ten list and see what the secondary mark has to say. Where comics coming out April 28th. 2023 and before that's kind of what we're looking at for the secondary market all right one we have star wars high republic adventures quest of the jedi number one a kyle pick if i remember correctly i believe you're correct sir a and b covers are both 25 to 30 dollars many first appearances and probably under ordered oh and by the way it's star wars yes at rank two strange academy finals number six scotty young one in 25 variant 90 to 100 dollars not many Scotty Young incentive Marvel variants out there. I wonder what the reasoning was for doing that with this number six. That is very odd. Scotty Young books are normally open to order, and this one went ratioed. And now if you want to be a Scotty Young collector, um, they force you to pay a premium. Yeah, or pay attention. Yeah, or pay attention. Yeah. Well, either way, you were paying a premium. Oh, that's true. It was one in 25. You had to pay a little yeah. bit. She-Hulk number 12, the Lee Young Lee, or Ji Hung Yi Lee, 1 100 virgin variant, was $125, now creeping up on 200 bucks. This is not much of a shock, as the supply is just not that large. I think having a trade dress version hurt this book long-term, though. At rank 4, we have Yoda number 6, the 1 in 25 variant. We talked about how these Yodas keep going up. Was 50 to 65. Now it's creeping up on 100 bucks. Similar to its issue three. Wow. Not a surprise. When a bunch of people want one book, the price has to keep increasing. It's simple supply and demand. At rank five, Spider Gwen number 24, the J. Scott Campbell Gwenham variant C. This was from 2017. Oh, wow. 250 bucks for raw, 530 for CDC 9.8. Several J. Scott Campbell exclusive variants have been seeing some high sales recently. We all joked about the volume of covers when they came out, but it looks like those who bought in cheap have the last laugh. At rank six, static number one, Dwayne McDuffie and Robert L. Washington on writing up slightly from March with CGC 9.8. Now back up to over $220. They had fallen down into the 160-175 range. James Gunn stated that Static will definitely be in the MCU. Temper your expectations, though, as that is likely a minimum of three years out still. Yeah, we don't know that James Gunn will be around in three years. <laughs> yeah, he may be flashing the pan. Yeah. At rank seven, Amazing Spider-Man 41. This is our Rhino cover. CGC 8.0 selling for $1,400. A 6.0 selling for $650. Rhino confirmed for the Craven movie has people looking at the classic again. 
cool. I rank eight, Spider-Man 15. Very weird. Two to three weeks ago, they were hitting yearly lows, and then the Craven stuff from CinemaCon hit, and it popped right back up to last summer's prices. So both our Craven book and our Rhino books starting to speak. Okay. Makes sense. Our good buddy Mark Millar's Ambassadors, number one. Fifteen to twenty dollars up from just six bucks. This is a spec play, and from what I've seen in the past from Mark Millar properties, this is just not a good play. So and then this next one is five color comics number one. Uh between three fifty to three eighty, an extremely difficult book to find is definitely one of Bruce Tim's best covers, though to store as well as it is it is also oversized it's got some lady in the front getting ready to be branded with a swastika so that's yeah that's nuts. Th- now if we is i don't know that we saw this cover yeah i don't think so either pre-order cycle because if we saw nazis and damsels in distress on the cover I as mean, well I think, as a tim cover yeah i think we would have our alarm bells would have gone off and we would have said yeah this is one to pick up yeah so it must have been one of those where we didn't have the cover at the time. Yep. Honorable mentions for EverQuest, The Ruins of Kunar, number one. These three separate copies have sold in the past few weeks for over $300. 0, 0.7.8 co- or I'm sorry, 0, 0.9.8 copies sold in the past 20 years. Wow. That's crazy. And the other honorable mention, Mr. Mystery, number 18. Uh, the cover artist, Bernard Bailey. Raw, very good, sold for $2,600. Last graded 3.0, sold for 960 in October. So a big spike on that one. Wow. I've never seen that book before in my life. Me either. It is FOC time. So let's slide on over and check out what our good friends at Lunar have to say. Of course, FOC is our fine loader cutoff. It's our ability to just look at a book. Bless you, sir. Not too late. If only you had a cough button on your. Uh, uh, I do. I pushed it. I pushed it twice. It didn't go. <laughs> and, I, and I couldn't wait any longer. <laughs> FOC is where we get to order books still before they come in, um, but just a few weeks out. So it's nice to get uh, hopefully a look at some of the art right before it comes out, so we don't have things like the last one slip right through our fingers. I guess I've been so sick for so long that I've burned out the mute button. <laughs> oh, no, that's a bad thing. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> uh, Drew and I are going to head on over to Lunar Distributions, and I've got my awesome order form here that I get in Excel format from my good friends at Cowabunga Comics, so I can just fill out all the things I definitely need. Let's head on over and see what we need, Drew. I'm still looking. It looks like there's no DC books. No, there's a Power Girl special. For FOC for the 7th? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there are no DC books. There's a Power Girl special. Um, number one is uh, one shot. Trade got... paperbacks for Joker Presents Puzzle Box. Oh, okay. Um, lots of Power Girl. Yep, a lot of Power Girl. There's the uh, art germ. Got people excited. But yeah, um, pretty much nothing from our good friends at DC for FOC this week. I did not see that. A couple lot of, of trades and stuff, but a nothing in the trade. way of, not a whole lot in the way of actual books. Then let's head on over and let's check out what Image has. Philadelphia 30 going to a second print. Local Man 3 going to a second printing. Savage Strength of Starstorm number one is a new... Uh, launch from Drew Craig and Jason Finestone about an orphaned amnesiac high school student named Grant Garrison. A small Star Warsian homage with the font. Yeah, I see that. Meant to subtly give you Star Wars vibes. Yeah. World Tree gets a second print already. Yeah, World Tree number one, good. Might as well get the second print there and grab number two. That book is going to be hot. It looks like it's the same cover, though. Yep. Even darker. Even darker than the mistake. Once Upon a Time at the End of the World hits its sixth issue with a cool foil frizzing cover. Expanse the Dragon Tooth went to a second print. That's cool. Yeah. 
the omnibus for Avatar The Last Airbender. That's cool. So is this Star Wars? No, this is the was it the Dark Horse Star Wars that was that just spiked on the last the list, the top ten? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And these are collected editions. These are not gotcha. single issues at the moment. From IDW, we get Bryn Moore from Steve Niles. Uh, it's the team of behind October Faction, if you read that. I did not. TMNT Ongoing, number 140, the Kevin Smith cover A, is an homage to the very first ever TMNT cover. Oh. Uh, I very, very much like that. And the Kevin Eastman is a similar homage. Also very nice. But with not turtles. Those are not turtles? Those are not the turtles. These are not the turtles you're looking for. Oh, no, they're not. Yeah. So while you get Kevin Eastman, you do not get your covers you want. Yeah. Marvel books. I thought that said Deadpool bladder blood. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, you got a kidney infection. <laughs> He's got to get that checked out. That's a weird way to go. It's batter blood. Fantastic Four Eight. They're having given us that big Koblish cover, mm. which is got like a bazillion characters on it and should be pretty sought after, I would yeah. think. Yeah. Is this legacy of some sort? Is that why we're going crazy on this? Fantastic Four Eight has as well a George Perez cover. Oh man. What are you doing? Not George's best work. Loki launches with an art germ and a Frank Miller. Oh, Frank Miller's terrible. Rod Rice is okay. Star Wars 35. Very good cover. Yeah, it's nice. And then the guy on the the John Tyler Christopher action variant is the slave owner? Chief. Boss Nass, the Gungan Chief. Chief. Oh, okay. Gungan Chief. Jar Jar's. Jar Jar's, yeah. His boss. Yeah, these Mandalorians don't look any better. But I do think this Star Wars Return of the Jedi Empire one, the Garbet connecting variant, the very least you got the one with Boba right in the middle. That's pretty cool. Better than like all the Stormtroopers? Yes, much better. I really like all the Stormtroopers. The Yoda Takashi uh, Okakazi with him in the tree. Very good. Yeah. That is really dope. That's pretty cool. Ultimate Invasion launches. I don't know, Kyle. Do I want to read that? Do I have any? No, 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 we don't. Should we? It's the beginning of the transformation of the Marvel Universe. Hickman and Hitch teaming up. Uh, It's Illuminati. Miles Morales is at the center of it. Ultimate's coming back. I don't. I should. I should probably read that. You're saying all the buzzwords, but it's not meaning anything. I think. I think I got to read that. It's the end of Marvel for me, and I'm perusing the craziness that is Dynamite Comics. Mm-hmm. Fifty thousand covers and nothing's on. Pathfinder wake the where wake dead. I'm sorry, it is wake the dead. Fred Van Linty doing that. American Mythology giving us Bloody Parts, number one. You really don't need to know what this list says. It's called Bloody Parts. You can infer from there. Yeah, I think whatever you think it's about, it's probably right. Scout Comics gives us Death Drop Assassin, number one. And Dust, number one. Ooh, the Mothman, number one. You and I are from uh, a hop, skip, and a jump away from Point Pleasant, West Virginia. True. True. From 1966 to 1967 in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, several witnesses reported seeing a man-sized winged creature with a glowing red eye. Circa 1980, Frank Frazetta painted his iconic work, Mothman. Now you will learn the truth, and it's weird. I think we have to read that. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably correct. Money shots too, with the homage cover, cover B. 
Well, tell me what you got, homie. What's your I'm, pick? I'm vacillating between the Power Girl special art germ foil, mm. but, but it's eight ninety nine, and it's, it seems like a lot for a pick. Sure. So I think I'll go with just the the three ninety nine, uh, Mar- Fantastic Four eight. Koblish wraparound 700 character cover, which I think is pretty cool. Very cool. And I will go with Star Wars Return of the Jedi, the Garabat connecting variant with Boba Fett on the cover. As you know, our LCS is Cowabunga Comics, Lake Country's Wisconsin's best pop culture destination for new comics, back issues, gaming, retro video games, vinyl, and figures. Give them a call. 262-569-9999. Check them out online at cowabungacomics.com or follow them on Twitter at Incredicow. Uh, they are our LCS and we utilize their deep discount mail order service to bring Oconomowoc, Wisconsin closer to us. They'll take care of you. Tell them Drew and Kyle sent you. Say hi to Eric and James from us. If you need an LCS, you can't go wrong with Cowabunga Comics. Which one was that? The one that you said was uh, had Boba Fett in the middle of it? Yep. Yep, from that original scene in the movie. When Back when you used to say he was overrated. Still is, but other people like him. You still think Boba Fett, after his own series, after you got to watch the series, you still think he's overrated? Yes. Any other questions? I wanted you to um, say you were wrong. Are you telling me he isn't your fourth favorite Mandalorian? <laughs> he's, okay, he's, okay, I'm trying. Okay, so I do like Mando better okay. than him, and I like. I don't know that I like Bo-Katan better. She's okay, cool. You like Grogu better? Is Grogu a Mandalorian officially? Did you not watch that last season? Yeah, but. I didn't think he was official. I thought he was like learning. So who's his father? True. Okay. That so he would be two for sure. And then I like I do like that armor lady. Yeah. She's armor. really cool. What about homie with the big gun who died? That he was really cool. Yeah. Already done cooler things than Boba in my mind. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. You're and had you wrong. watched Rebels, there's a very cool Mandalorian in that that we're getting ready to get a lot of cool stuff in Ahsoka of. Oh, man. More Mandalorians? Yes, yes, yes. Very cool. I'm getting a um, a rowing machine. And I think what I'm going to do <laughs> is I'm, I'm going to set it up in front of the TV with yes. with Rebels on. Not Rebels. Clone, Clone Wars? What Clone, Wars my Clone Wars, my dude. Clone Wars. I'm gonna, and I'm just going to like, so I, I'll wa- watch a, an episode while I row. There you and, go. And it'll force me to to do it. I think that's that's my plan. And maybe I won't be fat either. So I can lose a couple pounds, get that, check that box, and then check the box of, of Clone Wars. But you know all, all good things. All good things. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do it for you and my and my cholesterol. Excellent. Glad I could help. The other thing I can help with, I can help us all head on over to our good friends at Cover Price. And let's look at their top 10 books on the secondary market for the week of May 1st, 2023. And since we're in a Star Wars-ian mood, let's start with issue number one, Star Wars High Republic Adventures Quest of the Jedi number one, the regular cover from Dark Horse. The comic community scrambled to their local comic shops to acquire copies of this book, selling out almost instantly. Thus, many had to resort to the aftermarket. Like Spider-Boy did a few weeks ago, copies immediately started to command a premium. Why? This book features several new appearances of hyped-up characters, including legendary Jedi Knight Barnab- uh, Barnabas Vim and Padawan Vix Phonic, Asling Rel, and Master Zen. Oh, there's a potential new adversary that the fandom is talking about, Darth Ravi. It has the fandom hooked, and it will be interesting to see how that momentum holds up in the coming weeks. We tracked 18 copies, so 
High sale of $150 for a pre-sale 9.8 copy. And Rawls going for 26 bucks. We also have the Fico Osio cover. Um, we saw another 26 copies sold on that one. $35 for Raw. Fair market values. You could find it for 29 if you were really checking things. The uh, top secret spoiler, Spider-Man 7, which was the Spider-Boy from the last few weeks we've been talking about, is dropping a little bit. 127 copies sold still. Still had $170 for CGC 9.8, but now we're settling near Matt Rawls to about 31 bucks. So Jeez, we're getting there. Sucks. At rank four, Conan the Barbarian, number one from 1970. Conan had somewhat of a revival as Marvel before being pulled and moving to a new publisher. Titan Comics will be taking on a new iteration of Kona, and by Crom, does it look like fun? Oh, Titan. Titan's got the thing. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Titan Comics will be taking on a new iteration of Conan, and by Crom, it does it look like fun. Recently, Titan Comics released a sneak peek of the first issue due in July, along with other plans to adapt their other characters from the Robert E. Howard universe. This book features a couple, including Conan and Call the Conqueror. In addition, the first film with Arnold Schwarzenegger just hit Netflix on May the 1st, alongside unconfirmed rumors of a new TV series in development at the same streamer. All of these factors factored into a surge in sales, with 18 copies moving, a high sale of $7,100 for CGC 9.8 and near mint rolls on fair market for about 250 bucks. All right. The amazing Spider-Man 41 coming in at rank five. This book is from 1966 and this is our good buddy, the Rhino. Like we talked about before, you know, the key has been confirmed as being in the new Craven. So we saw 24 copies move. $990 for a raw, but very good copies for $240. <laughs> Jenny Frizen's 1 in 10 variant for World Tree number 1, um, moving quite fast. Uh, 27 copies, $17 for Rawls. Not too shabby. I like that Frizen cover. It's a nice looking color. Mm-hmm. And anything Tinian seems to be selling well. Um, here we, of course, have Strange Academy Finals number six, the Scotty Young one in 25. The book was marked as a big deal, an epic conclusion that would change the use of magic and its users forever. What better way to commemorate said event than with a wicked Scotty Young one in 25 variant? The diehard fan base loved Young's work and picked up every cover. They often propel hard to find books such as this. Whenever they come on the market and the fact it's the conclusion of a run certainly helps 26 copies on the secondary market, $105 with a high for a raw $78. You're going to pay if you're keeping an eye on things from Malibu comics in 1993, we have street fighter. Number one, love me some street fighter. Here is another book we recently touched on as it was announced. Street fighter will be getting the big screen treatment. A lot has happened since then with brothers Danny and Michael Philippow set to direct for The Hollywood Reporter. Also in the interim, the Super Mario movie topped a billion dollars, continuing to dominate, continuing the dominant streak video games adaptations have been on. Sonic the Hedgehog broke the mold, The Last of Us followed it up, and hopefully Street Fighter will seal the deal. We tracked 22 copies in the secondary market, $250 for a CGC 9.8, and very fines for 10 bucks. I forgot Sonic did pretty well, didn't it? Yeah, it was very good. Deadly Neighborhood Spider-Man number five from 2023. This book fell off the top 10 as fan interest shifted towards the incredible popular Spider-Boy. While that may be the case, this book features the first appearance of the Dream Spider. So back on to that. 22 copies sold, $90 for a CGC 9.6. And 21 bucks for Raw. Marvel Premiere 12 from 1973. We spotlighted this book just last month. And it was announced that Patty Lapone will play Lillian Caldero in the upcoming Agatha Coven of the uh, Agatha Coven of Chaos. I wanted to say Coven of the Witches, but Coven of Chaos. Mm-hmm. Lillian first appears in this book as the Queen of Gypsies, a magic wielder in her own right, while Agatha Coven of Chaos 
has quietly faded into the background, Marvel has been trickling out information over time, bringing some serious star power to the project and filling in the gaps with castings like this. 16 copies on the secondary market. CGC 9.0 for 74 bucks. Rawls are still 16. Do you care about Patty Lapone? No. I don't either. Why, why is that moving the needle? Yeah, no doubt. I don't get it. All right. Um, Web of Spider-Man 36. Uh, something about an El Muerto movie. Moving this one. That's the Bad Bunny thing. Um, 20 copies sold. High sale of $448.73 for a CGC 9.8. Um, raw, near mint raw is around $31. Uh, also a web of Spider-Man 118. Uh, this one is a Scarlet Spider appearance. Um, uh, first appearance been steadily, spy, steadily climbing. Uh, 22 copies of this one sold. High sale of $660 for a 9.8. And near mint's around $88. We get the Guardians of the Galaxy Annual number one from 1991. Cool. Yeah, now this one is as we get closer to the movie, more clips and teasers are released. The most recent teaser shows Krugar, a super a serpentine species, using a form of magic similar to Doctor Strange magic. Perhaps this movie is a setup for Krugar to take on a more prominent role in the MCU, and fans are speculating on his first appearance. Should he play a significant role, the book has a very low buy-in for a spec buy. So 34 copies moved with a high sale of $8.86 for a raw. So buy, buy, buy cheap and hope big pops. Uh, at rank 14, we have Spawn number one from 1992. Still selling. Never heard of it. Never yeah. heard of that book. 25 more copies sold. Uh, CGC 98 still around $200. This one's at 180 190 um, and near mint rolls at 26 bucks. Uh, Frank 15, we have the thing 27 from 1985. And this is, uh, because Mila Kunis has been talked about as playing the thing. Well, this sent fans into a frenzy, not positive that they were spinning out, oh. uh, and panicking, but this is the first appearance of Sharon Ventura. She, for, eventually became the second Captain Marvel and she became the first iteration of the female version of the thing. Um, Mila Kunis has since been quoted as saying she's not in the movie, but knows who is as we wait for formal announcement, stay on the hunt for this issue. Uh, we tracked 10 copies sold high sale of $10 for a raw at rank 16. We have amazing spider in one twenty eight twenty nine. you know, the first punisher, that would have been another good choice for me, by the way, uh, from the uh, Magic Long Box. Um, 25 copies sold, high sale of $8,400 for a CGC 9.6, and a very goods for $837. Uh, X-Men 141 from 1981. This is the first appearance of, and is one of the most recognizable X-Men covers, Avalanche, Pyro, and Rachel Summers aren't rumored to be in any future projects, but this book has other reasons for its search and popularity. Recent Marvel solicitations have revealed that Marvel Comics plans on revisiting this storyline through a prequel story. This prequel is set to hit the shelves in July, so 13 copies moved. High sale of $1,080 for a 9.8. At rank 18, we have Star Wars Yoda number 6, the 1 in 25. Uh, 12 copies of this one moved with a high sale of 101 for a raw near mints around 86 uh, world tree 33 now world tree number one uh, comes in at rank 19 this is the uh, printing error too dark um, continues to sell how many sold 20 copies continue to sell um, some nine eights are coming in for 70 bucks, but near mints are selling for around uh, $23 raw. Uh, and rounding out our top 20 is no one number one from Kyle Higgins and Brian Bucciolato. Uh 19 more copies of this sold high sale of $11 for a near mint raw. So you can still get some of these if you think it's going to be the next big thing. Big thing in noir. Now it's time for what the people came to pay the money for. 
the sneak peek at next week. That's right. We have new releases. We actually have stuff from DC in this one, so let's head on over and see what we can find. Batman, Batman Incorporated 8. That's some good covers there. Remember on the last Batman Incorporated 8, Robin died. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It killed off my boy Damien. How Ooh. dare they? We get the first generation Joker. Uh-huh. Batman White Knight Presents. That could be good. Green Lantern launches with its first issue for the Dawn of DC. Yeah. Be like that kind of thing. Might be good. Carnal Confessions. Holy moly. <laughs> Superman Lost hits its third issue. I've enjoyed this these first two books. They're both pretty good. Oh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to this one. Multiversity Harley screws up the DCU, three of six. It's just been an excuse to throw her in a bunch of homage covers. Yeah, right. That's all I got there. Let's yeah. head on down to our good friends at Image. See, they've got a... Uh, Another homage cover for Ambassadors is doing the uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, Death of Supergirl cover homage. Indigo Children, number one, gets a second print. That's what I was just looking at. That's really cool. Noctera back with its 14th issue, including a virgin black and white, which is pretty nice. Saga hits 64. Yeah. Something epic, number one. Simon Kadransky, boy. Every cover is some sort of weird homage, it looks like. Well, I know the Terminator. Yep. And I know the Amazing 15. Yep. Amazing 15. You got a Batman cover on cover B. You're getting a Super Mario Brothers homage. Yep. I believe this is a M&M cover on cover E. Okay. Interesting. What is this thing about? Imagination is real outside our perception. Creative thought takes physical form with only a handful of individuals known as epics able to interact with this wondrous hidden world. But for 14-year-old Danny Dillon, accepting those responsibilities himself will be easier safe. Hmm. Eh. I don't know. <laughs> Boom gives us ghost lore, number one. Colin Vaughn, doing it again. Cranking out another one. Dark Horse gives us the second Great British bump-off. Ooh. I did Murder that. Incorporated Jaggeros, number one. Okay. Brian Michael Bendis writing that. That could be good. A that nice could be good. Bendis book there. IDW with five books coming out. Yeah. Captain Marvel, the 49th issue before it's Big 50. Extreme Venomverse. Yeah. Launches with its first issue. It's Jeff gets a second printing. Wow. (laughs) That took me like 12 seconds to read that book. That's funny. It was basically just no dialogue. Silk number one, the Emily Kim version of this. And like I said, I know at one point we end up on a uh, pirate ship, and I see that yeah. we end up in all kinds of different places on this. We well. end up behind some window shades on one yep, of these. Yep, yep, Crazy how everybody's doing that. <laughs> Kyle, who is you, Dryden Voss? You don't know who Dryden Voss is? No, I do not. Uh, I'm looking at him. I'm trying to recognize him. What, what would I what would I know him from? Um, you nothing. <laughs> you you would know him from nothing. Yeah. You garbage human. Uh. Scar gets second issue, just as many covers as first one, I think. Actually, you wouldn't know Dryden Voss. He's from uh, um Solo. Oh. What? Who was he in? Oh, he's the the bad guy. Yeah. The, the kill at the end. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't look like him. No, it doesn't. That Kong thing. King Kong, the Great War, I'm guessing. It's a King Kong book. 
or Kong Skull Island or whatever. Oh, okay. Okay. Ancient Enemies, The Wraith and Son, number one. This is Frank Miller Presents, written by Dan DiDio. Okay. Following events from Ancient Enemies in this special one-shot. Rosemary Reed, the original Wraith, confronts her son, Tucker Reed, as he takes on the hero's identity and costume against his mother's wishes. Interesting. That seems kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not much else in the back half that really catches my eye. Keepers of the Cosmos, number one, from Scout Comics. Interesting. A little all agey. Yeah. All right, Drew, you got anything for me? I might have to go with one of these something epic covers. I hope they pop, because I was, I'm not really finding anything that jumps out at me. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazing fantasy homage been done to death I don't know about the t- I'll have to go with the Super Mario there you go can't be down give it a shot stab in the dark everybody loves a good Super Mario the question is is, is it's Jeff second print the answer or not I don't I don't know man <sighs> Comics for Fun wants to go with just Silk number one because I'm excited for it. Okay. That's fun. But I don't know that this iteration has any money whatsoever. That was In my, fact, I'd, I'd bet it doesn't. That was my uh, that was on my short list. That Momoko was pretty nice. Yeah, I do like a good Momoko cover. She's perfect for Silk. Yeah. All right. I'm actually going to do the Derek Chu cover of Silk number one. Silk is back. Come oh, on, okay. Emily Kim, be good at it. That is a pretty good, now that I look at that big cover, it's really nice. Yeah. All right, well, thank you guys for tagging along with Drew and myself as we venture through all the comics coming out here in the next couple of weeks and all the stuff coming out here in July and August, apparently, because we don't understand previews. But we appreciate you learning and educating yourselves along with us on how these things are working and if you have any clue how previews actually is supposed to work, and if we're not understanding that it works in different months, <laughs> drop us a line and figure it out. Because I'm, 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 I'm confused. Why are we doing? Yeah, why are we doing August books? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Head on over to Patreon.com, Comics for Fun and Profit. Throw us a couple bucks, jump in the Slack, and we will talk today's. And maybe you can educate me on these kind of things. This has been Comics for Fun and Profit for Drew and for myself. So yeah. The good folks at Comics for Fun and Profit have been doing two episodes a week um, for quite some time now, and it's all thanks to, first of all, Jason, and second of all, our patrons, who allow us to add the space on our server, broadcast more, store more, share more with you listeners. I'm envious of those of you who have unlimited storage and media server capabilities, we, we pay for ours here at at the C4FAP. It ain't cheap. We thank you so much for those of you who go to patreon.com slash comicsfunprofit and contribute at any level to say thanks, to say I want to be a part of your Slack channel, conversations. I want to get exclusives. I want to get early access. I want to get ad-free access. I want to get swag. I want to get some free stuff. Whatever your reasoning is, we appreciate it at any level because it does make a difference. So from the bottom of Kyle and I and Jason's heart, thank you for contributing.